0: the stories of entrepreneurs and how they overcame the struggles and challenges to get where they are today. This is Believe in the Entrepreneur with Joel Sandoval, CPA.
1: What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Believe in the Entrepreneur, and I'm super excited because I have Anthony Magana in the house, who's the CEO of Elite Realtors, an up and coming uh, real estate brokerage here in Kern County, and they've been blowing up in the last few years. So, Anthony, thanks for being on the show.
0: Thanks for having me, bro. Thanks for having
1: me. For sure. So, um, Anthony, for my for my listeners that don't know really know who you are, you know, we were talking a little bit before we started the show, kind of like your humble beginnings, and you started being, you know, you you became an entrepreneur at such a young age, but you know. Tell me a little bit about your story, like what made you want to be an entrepreneur and how did you know this was the route for you?
0: So kind of like when we were talking, um, you know, it really started back to, you know, at a younger age, um, I grew up with migrant parents, you know, my stepdad, my mom didn't have a whole lot of education, bro. So everything that I've seen was, you know, very limited, right. As to what was the meaning of life at that time. Um, What I really saw was a lot of struggling. You know, we lived in a studio with my aunt most of my life. Uh, small studio. I mean, no bedrooms. Wow. Um, yeah, man, it was tough. And, but you know, I was happy, right? I was very happy. But at the same time I saw that they struggled a lot and I'm like, man, I don't want to live like this, bro. To be honest with you, I want to see if there's more. And, and, you know, um, I do have a relative that's in the business and I, I, I always knew this guy made good money and I'm like, shoot, you know, I would like to do that. I would like to go that route. Uh, at 15, wow. I was young, at 15. <laughs> uh, I had my first baby. Actually, really? Yeah, I got my girlfriend pregnant at 14. I was a freshman in high school. Um, at 15, um, had my first kid. And I knew, you know, as a man's responsibility, you got to go to work, right? So yeah. I started working, bro. And the first job that I actually landed in was a uh, uh, house Farms. I don't know if you guys are familiar yeah. with that. But yeah, so I started working there for about a year. I hated it. Mm-hmm. And I went to the fields, did another year, two years. And they were just shitty jobs, man. So... I was like, I know there's a lot more. And I was always broke, you yeah. know, even though I had those jobs, man, it was just enough for you to go back for more, right? right? Um, so I was like, you know what? I got to do something different with my life. And at 18, I made that decision to, you know, pursue the career of real estate. I was like, I think it's better for me to, you know, work for myself and, and you know, pursue it in that sense, right? So that's what I ended up doing, man. That's how I got into the business.
1: Nice. I think, you know, when people have humble beginnings, like because I grew up in Watsonville where it's like 95% Hispanic. And yeah. even till this day, like... Every time I go back, cause my parents still live there, it's a very um, just low income community. Like they know how to work hard. Like they're out working in the strawberry fields. Yeah. I mean, they're they I mean, they wake up early, they work late, but they still like there's like three families living inside one house. Yeah. And I think the younger generation right now, like because of the generation that we're in, like YouTube, Google, access yep. to mentors and stuff, like now we're starting to work smarter not just harder bro i 100 percent agree with that i actually think it's funny
0: that you brought that up because that was one of my mindsets i'm like dude these and i and my respect to those people that work out in the fields bro because it's it's one of the most difficult jobs i think i've ever had um they work really hard, bro. And I, but I always knew there was a smarter way to do things. You know what I mean? I just feel like for them, they don't really have another option. And if we have that other option, you know, to be able to pursue something better, why not? I don't want to stay stuck. And I had a lot of my mentors, bro, were the people in the fields. Wow. They're like, Hey man, you know, you're here. You know, we came here to have a better life for you guys. Why are you here? Mm. And it really hit me, bro. And that was at every job that I had, bro. Because really? I was young. Yeah. They're like, dude, do something better with yourself. And I'm like, you know what? I got to, man. I feel like that's something that I at least owe to
1: my people, you know, so. Right. Yeah, that's cool. Now, you said you, you had a relative, you know, that was making good money that kind of introduced you to this world of real estate. So tell me a little bit about like that mindset shift from like, obviously, you, you know, your mentors in the fields like, hey, you got to do something better for yourself. But how did you know real estate was the path to go? So,
0: you know, not to get too much into detail, but I, I, I knew of this relative. It was an on and off relationship. If I'm being 100% honest with you guys, I mean, because everybody should probably know by this time. It was my dad mm. um, had a very on and off relationship with this guy, you know, where basically, you know, we would talk, you know, two, three years and then another three, four years without talking. So it went on like that pretty much most of my life um, until I got to 18 and I started pursuing the career of real estate. That's when I kind of got into contact with him again. And he's like, hey, dude, you know, we got the same name. You know, let's give it a shot. And to me, it was like, OK, let's let's reestablish something that wasn't there. And, and, and you know, let's let's go for it. Let's work together. Um, probably not a good decision <laughs> to be 100 percent honest with you. Yeah. It was a great experience. Um, You know, as far as learning, he, you know, opened the doors. Yeah. But it was also an experience where it's like, hey, there's a lot of things that I took from that company and. I didn't want to replicate that. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I just didn't want to do what was taught there at our company, and I feel like, you know, it was more of an environment where it was like, hey, you know, here's your keys, here's your desk, you know, go ahead and do what you got to do, mm. and it really, really threw me off, man. I actually quit my first. Uh, I think it was like the first seven months in real estate. I quit.
1: Really? Yeah, I oh, quit, man. Oh wow!
0: But you know, I'm not a quitter, so I ended up going back. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I quit was because it took six months to get my first transaction, man. It was wow. really tough. Six months. So those six months were probably some of the worst six months that I've ever experienced. Um, you know, keep in mind I had kids. Right. Um, I had a family. Obviously, I had my my you know, my house that I had to pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no car. Wow. I had no phone, a realtor with no phone, which is probably the greatest <laughs> idea. Um, and you know, I had my collections piling up, dude. I had a pile of collections, dude, because I couldn't afford to pay my bills at this yeah. time, right? But um, Probably not the smartest idea to go in with two months of reserves either. So, you know, that kind of hit me. But, um, yeah, that was a learning experience for me, man. I just feel like, you know, a lot of things could have been different. And I feel like um, it could have been approached a little bit different. But, yeah, six months, man, it really taught me a lesson. That first year, my I think in real estate, I closed four transactions, man. Wow. Made like $16,000 total.
1: Wow. So how how did you get over that hump? Because I could have just imagined, you know, six months without hardly any income or no income. And then... Only two months of reserves, that means you got four months of nothing. Yeah. And then you got a family to feed. Yeah. I mean, talk about pressure and stress and like I could just imagine, man, you know, your what your mind's going through during this time. How did you bounce back from that? Because I knew I I see where you're at now. Like you got something special at your office. I mean, beautiful office, but If you talk talk about that time six months no income like what was the, what was the mindset shift what was the things that you had to go through to get you know where you're at now
0: you know to be hundred percent honest bro I, I I feel like a lot of people and this is something that I learned early on man you can blame everybody you can blame the world you can blame people for your problems but at the end of the day it has it has a lot to do with you as a person you know what you want to change I wasn't the most responsible person and mm-hmm. I admit that man I was uh I was late all the time um, I didn't take it too serious I mean again I was a young kid bro you know right. And um, actually at that time, I was, I, I talk about this all the time. I was 305 pounds. Really? And um, yeah, I was a bigger guy. I was, I mean, I was 18. I think f- when I started fully going into real estate, almost 19. And um, it just wasn't something that I took too serious. I did, but I i, I was treating it like a nine to five job. You know, uh-huh. I would show up at nine o'clock and then I'd leave at five o'clock. And then if I got any phone calls after, I wouldn't answer them, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so where it really changed for me was, when I decided to take it serious, man, I mm-hmm. decided to take my life serious. That's when I started losing weight. That's when I started really like going all in into this business. I started treating it like a business, not like a nine to five, you know, job. And um, it really changed for me right there. The second year, I'm proud to say that I did close 20 transactions on my own. So that was really nice. Great. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. So what made you um, kind of say, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm going to take this serious. Like, was it because you hit rock bottom or was it because, you know, what? what was like the light ball that said oh
0: bro one hundred thousand percent, man
1: i hit rock bottom in every possible way you can think of well number one
0: i was 305 pounds i started getting heart palpitations bro very very often when i was asleep you know i feel like my heart you know out of place and i'm like shit you know i got to do something with my life as far as you know physical wise yeah now as far as you know financially it, it, it's heartbreaking bro when i mean apart from the collections man you know when you get your water disconnected mm. very often your your light disconnected very often a lot of people don't realize how much that affects you mentally right you know and, and obviously having two kids at that time you know i couldn't afford diapers i, I talk about mm-hmm. this all the time too man um embarrassingly enough i had my little brother one time offer to buy diapers for me just because i couldn't afford it wow and um you know seeing them run around with caca and stuff like you know like, <laughs> shit you know this this has to change you know yeah. and, and no food in the fridge off of food stamps welfare i mean it was completely rock bottom bro and mm. you know my landlord knocking at my door because again three four months without pay right it was embarrassing but you know it, you know that really just i just didn't want to live like that man i felt like it kind of gave me flashbacks of you know when uh I w- the reason why i got into it in the first place was not to struggle you know right and i was in real estate struggling i'm like shit dude i gotta do something i gotta change this i gotta take it serious i gotta really put my my commitment right so that's what really changed it for me was my kids and the struggle so
1: nice yeah i think sometimes when your back's against the wall it's like dude, I have to just make this work and I'm going to do whatever it takes to to feed my family, and not be in this situation again. I think that reminder of like that where you came from is almost like what pushes you to keep going every day. For sure, man. Cuz it's sure. like I don't want to go back to that. Yeah.
0: And obviously, man, I, something I always share too, I would have dreams of working in the fields, man. Mm. And I, like, again, my respects to those people, because I woke up motivated as hell. I'm like, I am not going back to the fields. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to go back to that place. <laughs> yeah. That was a big motivator for me too, man. It's either this works or, you know, I go back to that and, and definitely wasn't going back to that for sure.
1: Nice. So, I mean, then you started the next year, you closed 22 transactions, you know, now you're doing pretty well for yourself. Um, that's awesome. But now obviously you have a brokerage now with, you know, agents and stuff. So like what, what was the transition from, okay, now I'm, I'm hustling, but it, it, it can't just be me I need a team of people. So how, how did sure. you make that transition? So I, I realized that I
0: needed a team once I started capping myself, you know, so me as an individual agent, you know, I was doing pretty well for myself, but I noticed that there was a, a continuous cap, Um, where i wasn't closing more than 20 25 transactions a year and it was really frustrating for me so i said hey man you know i I, you know that's when youtube came in i did i did you know at that time i didn't have personal mentors Mm. so i did you know revert to youtube a lot and um teams man teams just kept popping up teams kept popping up and i finally for you know forced myself into you know building a team which the first member on my team was my brother mm. um you know so he was working at ikea at the time nine to five job and i'm like hey bro what are you doing with your life and you know we kind of just talked about it and he ended up going for his license and you know glad to say this guy he's he's my he's a co-owner of the company too so nice um yeah for my team right there and since then it just kind of took off man so that's what pretty much you know helped me out
1: that's cool. So you kind of you you realize that there's a cap, right? That one person can basically how much capacity one person can do. One hundred. And you're like, I have to get to the next level, but I need help. I need to leverage other people, leverage you know, and that that's a big mindset shift because a lot of people you know, they don't realize that in order to kind of grow, you kind of have to give some, you know, some, maybe oh, some man. commissions that, away. That,
0: that's, that's tough for a lot of people to do. Yeah, It's really, really tough. I'm going to be honest with you. It was tough for me to do that with my brother. I didn't trust him a lot with my leads. I'm like, dude, this is how, this is my bread and butter, you know, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's one of the most difficult things to do as an owner, as a, as a, you know, as a team leader, it's like, Hey, you know, you got to, you got to share, man. That's just the, you know, that's the only way people are really going to grow. You need people, man. And, right. and when you realize that, the sooner you realize that, the sooner your business is going to grow. And that's exactly what did it for me, man. It's just like, you know, just, just reverting, you know. A lot of uh, you know things to other people leveraging people like you said, right, I think that helps a lot, so that's that's what really really helps man and a lot of people have a hard time with it, but I feel like again, you know the
1: sooner they realize that, the sooner people can grow for sure yeah, I think uh when once you leverage teams and then it, there's also like some a fulfillment at least for me, like when I'm seeing my team grow now, too, it's like, yep, dude, like it's not Maybe. just me that's having success, like my team is also having success, for sure, and there's this huge fulfillment um so You started building your team. You had your brother on, you know, your first team member um, started hiring more agents after that. Like what made you say, okay, you know what? I'm going to build this big, you know, this big you know, organization, this office. Now you're like a CEO. So, like, how did you transition to that? Um, It's funny
0: the way it started. So um, left the first company that I was with when I realized I was super limited, Um, you know, being there. I I felt like I needed to grow Um, at that time when I left. I had a team of I want to say four or five agents. You know, ended up going to another company for a little bit, and I feel like I got to a point where I, you know, again, the fulfillment of, like, dude, you know, this guy was working at Ikea, and now he's making this much money, and then I got these other people on my team, and and to be honest, bro, the, the reason why I feel like it kind of just took off the way it did, and the reason why I have the brokerage in the first place was because I don't want my agents that are with me to go through whatever I went through. I think that was probably one of the most shittiest experiences. Mm-hmm. And um, again, I, I I put myself in their shoes and I'm like, man, if I can help these people from the get go, um, you know, it, it's, it's one of the best. It's like someone helping me, right. You know, when I was younger and I'm like, dude, it's probably one of the best feelings ever. So it just kind of took off bro. After that second company, I'm like, I talked to my brother and at that time, you know, I was just like, Hey, I think I'm going to open up a company, man. We talked about it. We had, you know, it was a team name at first and uh, you know, we ended up taking it down to regulations or whatever. And then we ended up doing it legit. I ended up opening the, the company, went through a corporation, everything and um opened up the brokerage and it just kind of kept going, bro. It just kind of kept going. People started joining, joining, talking about it, you know, and um thank God right now, you know, I have 18 agents and nice. you know, they're all great, bro. And I love, I love, I love see, seeing the way they walk in, you know, not knowing anything scared, you know, not a lot of them are financially great. And then right now, just seeing the way they are right now, it makes me feel great, to be honest with you. It's a lot better than money, bro, because you and I both know when you start a business, you don't make money the first year. Right. And for me, it went like that the first year and a half. I didn't make any money, but I was happy, bro. I loved what I did because I saw them making money. You know what I mean? And it made me feel really happy and just kind of went from there, man.
1: That's awesome. And I think what you said is like now you're basically a mentor to all these agents, right? And that's something that you didn't have. And you realize like, man, if they would have had that, they would have like not gone through those same mistakes that I did, that I went through. And I, that sure. was for me, a big, um, kind of helped me get to the next level because, you know, I actually ended up hiring a coach, uh, to teach me their ways. And I remember he asked the first coach I ever hired, um, you know, I didn't even go to YouTube. I was just like, I did, I knew that there was a mentor that had the answers and he asked for 10 grand. And when you're barely starting to do 10 grand, it's like, yeah. dude, this is like what I'm going to use to live, you know? But I coughed up the money and that 10 grand turned into, you know, six, seven figures. For
0: sure. And, and
1: you know what? I didn't understand
0: that at first, man. I was like, why why, why do you have to pay so much money for mentorship? But. You know, seeing it from that point of view now as a mentor is like, well, dude, I mean, you know, your time is valuable. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to make sure that whoever's going to come and take your time is just as committed as you are going to be to them. So 10 grand is a small price to pay for the long run, bro. So I, I 100% understand you, but I, I see the point of view now, man, for, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. And it, it just all it does is it speed, speeds up the learning curve. Uh, yeah. Because if, if not, like if you don't hire a mentor, it's like it's you're going to go through those you know, year and a half of no income. Mistakes, Mist- man.
0: A <laughs> lot of mistakes that those mentors made. Right. That, that that you know, they can just tell you, hey, man, this is what I did. Right. You know, it's like one time, you know, again, YouTube, right? But mm-hmm. um, I learned, hey, you know, the wheel's already been invented. You don't right. got to go in and reinvent it yourself. You just got to go off of someone that already knows what to do. And, and you know, you shadow them and, you know, just, right? You learn from them, right? For sure. Instead of figuring it out on your own, trying to figure out how to build the wheel on your own. It's already there.
1: Yeah. So was your
0: mentorship just youtube or was it your dad too or like what was it like Uh, to be 100% honest it was a lot of youtube it was a lot of books um I I mean I will give some credibility to my dad um you know in terms of you know he taught me a few things but nothing to to where I mean I can say you know helped me get to where I am today Mm -hmm. I feel like all of that had a lot to do with the mindset and, and the experience I mean if there's anything that he taught me was like you know uh it's a great business. Mm. It's a great business. So I I, I definitely I'll give them that. Um, but as far as, you know, mentorship, definitely books, man, books. Are, I never used to read. Mm. You would never get me to read a chapter book. Most I would read as a coloring book. And you know, there's <laughs> more than thing, so yeah. Um, so to me, um, picking up a book was a lot for me. But once mm. I did, man, it was like whatever I was going through in life, mm-hmm. I
1: was reading about it. Nice. And that
0: book taught me how to handle those things, you know, so definitely reverted to that. And it really helped me a lot, man. It, Changed a lot, dude. So
1: That's awesome. I think, you know, it's interesting because a lot of these mentors, right? Like the, the coach that I hired for 10 grand, like he basically was teaching me the exact same stuff that was in his book for $7. Nice. And it's like, I didn't have to pay 10 grand. I could have just paid $7, <laughs> right? And learn exactly what it is he was going to teach me. Yeah. But, you know, there's something different too about like, you know, being able to speak to him, ask him questions. It's, al- it's almost like you can just tell you go to chapter five. Uh, verse, you know, verse three or whatever. It's yeah. like, instead of having to read the entire book, that's, I think that's one of the advantages of having a coach, in my opinion. But like, for me, reading is still something that's very hard. Like, I'd rather just cough up the money and just like... Just tell me. Yes, tell me. <laughs> exactly. But but when you don't have the money, I mean, that's, you have to revert to something like that. For sure. So like, how did you... You made before you said you were coloring books was, you know, all you got. <laughs> and then now you had to learn the skill of like learning how to read and have passion for it. So, like, how did you gain that skill? You know, I think I gained it
0: when, again, you know, I, I've got I got serious in my life at a point in time that was to get me to one level. I was already at level two, level three at this time. And I'm like, you know what, I have to learn how to do this in order for me to achieve another milestone another level Mm -hmm. so i i i I taught myself man i forced myself to be honest with you the first book wasn't the easiest to read but it it got a little easier when i realized it it it, it was very relatable Mm. it just became again something that you love to do when it's something that you love to do it doesn't seem like homework it doesn't seem like a job it just seems like it's something that you know you need right and right. and i felt like i needed that man i felt like it was a person legitimately speaking to me and i'm like shit you know this this is awesome mm-hmm. and i got hooked bro so i i guess it wasn't really that it taught myself a skill it was just something that was really needed at the time man and and you know
1: that's that's what really helped me out so that's I cool stuck with it and that's and i think that what you you what you found is like you found that you were stuck at a certain level and you're like all right to get to this next level i gotta learn this skill correct right and then you found the book That was going to help you but i mean if you go to the library or even youtube there's thousands of books there's thousands of videos so like how do you dial in on this is the book that i want to read
0: you know i did a lot of research um, there's there's a, there is a lot of books you know there's thousands of books but you have to know what it is you're trying to find you know what what are the answers you're looking for so you know what's the problem that you're having and then look for books that have those solutions you know sometimes they might even have more than just that solution it, it, it figures out things that you didn't even know yourself you know Um, so basically that's the way I dialed it in, you know, I obviously I wouldn't pick up a Harry Potter book if I'm trying to, you know, focus on self-improvement. So at that point I turned to a lot of self-improvement books and you know, one of the guys that really helped me out a lot and and I don't know if you're familiar with him is Patrick, Bedavid, David Mm. he's a very, very good uh, guy. Watched a lot of his YouTube videos and I read a lot of his books. I think he has like two or three out right now. Uh, and every book I read was great, man. You know, yeah one of them really really stuck out to me helped me out a lot I don't even remember the title of it right now but um, it was a lot about the the position that I was in at the time it was basically reverting from uh, um, you know an agent to an owner right mm. a CEO a mentor a leader you know basically how how you can do that and man that book helped me out a lot for sure for sure.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that's very important, uh, just realizing, okay, um, what's the the problem that, I, that I'm dealing with? And who's the person? What's the book that I need to read to get me to that next level? And then I think what you even said is like, when you start reading, you realize what you don't know. For sure. And I think, a lot, you know, a lot of people don't get to that next level because they're not open to these new ideas. And it's like, dude, if you just, if you don't know what you don't know. That saying is so true because... When you learn that, you're just like, dude, I've been missing out. Yeah.
0: You're like, I didn't know that. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Definitely does, man. It makes a difference. And, and and my respects to people that have degrees, man. But, you know, I this guy made a really good comment. And, and this is not towards everybody that has degrees. You know, it's just they are some of the smartest, dumb, dumbest people ever because they are so close-minded, man. It's like when you have a degree, it's like your head's super up here. You're like, I know it all. Right. You know, but in reality is is, you know, you don't. Right. You no, know, we don't. I, I don't. I, I tell my agents all the time. I'm, I'm your broker. I'm the CEO. I'm, I may be your mentor, but I, I don't know at all. Right. I'm learning every single day just like you are. But, you know, you got two options. You can be close minded about it or you can be open minded about learning something new every day. You know, so, um. I think that's big, man. Being open minded, I, I 100% agree with you on that.
1: Yeah, I think that's important, and, and and for me, that was actually very challenging because you know I went the traditional route. I was one of those A students, the you know someone who got a degree, and so um, you know I went, you know I I went all into this you know the traditional route. I just wanted a higher education. I wanted a six figure, six figure salary job, and I did. I had one, but I I realized once I became an entrepreneur, I was like, dude, I don't know shit. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, dude, yeah. I, I was like, I don't know how to market. I don't know how to price. I don't know how to sell. I don't know. I, I just knew tax law and that was it. I'm like, dude, if I want to become someone successful, like I have to be consuming and open to ideas 100%. and 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 just like and then not just that. because Some people are good at consuming content, but then the next day they haven't done shit. Yeah, they forget about it. Yeah, <laughs> they, they don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. like, dude, you can, <clears throat> what good is knowledge if you're
0: not going to take action? exactly 100 percent, man i feel like that is something that's huge and i was one of those people in the beginning um i would consume 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 but i wouldn't do shit about it and i was just kind of waiting man i was just waiting for (laughs) shit to happen you know it doesn't work like that yeah um so i started putting everything that i took in into action you know into play and i'm like you know it, it works a lot better you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna fail you're probably gonna look stupid you know um but eventually you're gonna get it man and i feel like that's where you know, a lot of, a lot of people are just scared of failing, man. Yeah. They're scared of making mistakes. And, you know, once they realize it's not too bad and you you and I both know being an entrepreneur, you got to make mistakes in order to get to the next level. That's just the way it is. You know, I'm not going to go around that, but I think the sooner people realize that as well, that's when people start growing too, you know? So there's a lot of, there's a lot of things, man, that, you know, I realized along the way that I needed to overcome. um, And that's definitely one of them, man, for sure.
1: For sure. So, no, I mean, you mentioned, you know, you were consuming content, um, So how do you what are your kind of like your rituals to like take action, you know, because is it is it that reminder of those humble beginnings of the, you know, working in the fields or living in the studio that that gives you that drive? Or do you have certain rituals or like, hey, this is what this is why I take action? You know what,
0: bro? It has a little bit to do with both. I do have my rituals,
1: but at the same time, it it is it
0: is I could say reverts back to those beginnings, you know, like, for instance, I like to wake up and work out. You know, at least pretty much every day. Right. Mm-hmm. Almost every day. There, I, I do miss a few times. um. But the reason why I do it is because I don't want to let myself down. You know, I don't want to go back to being that 305 pound kid that, you know, couldn't breathe and was about to probably die in his bed. You know, so, I mean, that's a big ins- inspirational thing for me. Right? I wouldn't even say motivating because motiva- motivation is temper. You know, inspirational right. is forever, dude. You know, right. so to me, that's my inspiration is myself not going back to what I was um now as far as you know work ethic and everything it's you know i have this fear of you know being broke mm-hmm. so yeah man i think
1: i think that's what it is it reverts back to the beginning nice and i think that's so key because like uh for me i I didn't really have the fear of like because i had a bachelor's degree right yes. so i knew that i could always go back and get a job mm-hmm. so i was like dude worst case scenario i'll just go back get you know get paid six figures again because i knew i had skills yeah but there's something about, like, visualizing something to inspire you, right? Like, for you, it was your humble beginnings, right? For, sure. for me, it was, like, the lifestyle. I was like, dude, like, I ain't going to – I'm not going to be a freaking millionaire just working, in you know, 9 to 5. Yeah. Like, I'll have a good lifestyle, but I'm like, that's not the, that's not what I – when I went to school for four years and got my CPA, I was like, dude, I did not go to school for four years. And, and there's, like, people that don't even – they, bear, they don't even have a high school diploma and they're freaking making millions of bucks. And I have mm-hmm. a, a bachelor's degree and I'm only making six figures. What yeah. the hell?
0: See, and, and I thought about that too, bro. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, there was a point in time I went to college, you know, I went, I went to BC. Um, but, uh, again, I ended up dropping out dude because, uh, because of that reason, man, I'm like, you know what? This is not gonna get me to where I want to get to. So I, I 100% agree with you on that, bro. I feel like you're so limited sometimes, um, especially when you're working for somebody else, man. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. When you work for someone else, depending on who it is, obviously, you know, unless it's like a you know billion dollar firm or whatever, um, you're you're gonna be limited. You're gonna be worth whatever you're worth for that hour, and that's it, man. You're not gonna get no more, nothing less, you know. So, right. um, that's what really stood out to me when I went to college. I'm like, shit, what am I even going for? My brother was going to college at the time. He's going to CSUB, and I told him, dude. What are you gonna go get your degree for? You know, like I have people that work in my office that have degrees, and you know they're doing what I'm doing. And at the end of the day, man, it just it unless you're going to become a you know a certain thing, like you're going to become a doctor, you need your degree, right? You want to become a teacher? If it's something that you love to do, then at that point, okay, I 100% agree, go for it, you know. And I talked to my brother about this, and he's like, dude, I'm just going because that's that's what we're taught, you Mm -hmm. know. You get out of school, and you're taught to go straight to you know going to college and getting a degree and getting a good job. But in reality, man. You know, I hate to say, it, but if you don't have a plan to what you're going to use that degree for, you're just going to have a lot of debt. Right. Right. And you got to. And thank God, man, I got that guy out on time. He had a couple of thousand dollars in debt, paid it off and we're good. You know, nice. but there's people that I know that have close to 100K.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, and I didn't actually learn that until after I had gotten my degree. Like you learned it bef- like while, even before that, right? You even got your brother out while he was still in that. So that's pretty cool. But I didn't actually learn that till I was already like making six figures. I already had my degree and I'm like, shoot, dude, like I, I need to become an entrepreneur if I wanted to hit new heights. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't actually learn that till after the fact. And for me, it was like, a huge eye opener. I'm like, yeah. damn, dude, I have to like, I have to learn to take risk. And, and one of the things for me that's a little bit different than you, like, you know, you, you pretty much are creating entrepreneurs, right? Because you have like all these you know, real estate agents and stuff, and, and you're creating business owners, which is awesome. But for me, like, I have my team members, you know, they're all mostly just W two employees. So I'm creating nine to fives. But I'm like, I don't, I don't want to have them limited to that nine to five. So I'm like, how? I, I just literally had this breakthrough not even too long ago. I'm like, how can I get them to also have like opportunity? So what I did here is like, I'm creating entrepreneurs. So, so now like my whole team, I'm teaching them sales. I'm teaching them marketing. So that way they get compensated whenever they get a new customer. It's like, dude, you're going to get your, your, your regular paycheck. Don't worry about that. But if you, if you start getting business, there's I'm going to compensate you there's for that. There's
0: more. There's more. That's exactly what it is, man. That's see, because I have a W2 employee too. You know, I have, I have two of them actually. And, you know, I, I try to teach them the same thing, you know, because when you're a sales bro, you and I both know the sky's the limit, right? Yeah. But you know, for our W2 employees is like, how can we push them to be entrepreneurs? And I, and I think, I love that you just mentioned that because that was in one of the books that I read, you know, you got to let them know that, you know, they're, they're, there's no limit there too. You know, right. they, they can grow as much as they, they can. And you know, eventually, man, I mean, one thing I do want to do with our company is open it up to basically be, um, you know, very similar to Apple, you know, Steve Jobs owned a certain percentage of his company. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people had ownership in that company, I want to do something very similar with ours, you know, I want to open the doors to basically have equity in the company. And I would offer that to my W2 employees, too. Right. You know, so that's, that's definitely man. I like that. You mentioned that, bro. I like that. Yeah. Know, and, so. it, and
1: it's interesting, because, you know, especially when you become an entrepreneur you're like oh you know all me right me 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 mm-hmm. but you realize in order to grow you had to um almost start sharing piece of the pie right and now you're even talking about sharing equity right mm-hmm. and it's like the complete opposite of like what we're used to like especially when you're a w2 it's like all right what what's in it for me what are my benefits for sure you know, what, what what's my uh, hourly rate gonna be what's my salary um how many how much hours of PTO do I get? How much sick time do I get? Yeah. Well, how many holiday hours do I get? It's yeah. everything about me. It's vacation time. How, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, dude, it, in order for you to grow, you have to have the opposite mindset like what for can sure. I what can I give? What can I give for for me to grow, right? For sure. And it's a huge huge like opposite like and for me I that was a huge breakthrough because I mean, I went to school, I was like, oh dude, I got a degree, you know, I I'm I'm worth this much. But I'm like, dude, how much can a can an employer actually pay me? Yeah. It's like, dude, there's <coughs> I'm gonna have to freaking be a CEO of this huge corporation and I'll probably just make three hundred thousand. I'm like, I'm never gonna become a millionaire.
0: Yeah.
1: Or or none nonetheless a billionaire. Yeah. It's like and it wasn't until I had that mindset shift that that really helped me.
0: Hey, but e- either way, man, I always say, it too, you know, it, it's better late than never. I mean, I mean, I know you're a young guy, too, bro. And, and at the end of the day, my respects to you, because I know getting a degree is not easy. Um, I mean, four years in, in school, man, I mean, I, <laughs> that's tough, bro. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So I, I do have my respects to you, you know, for that, um, you know, especially more, you know, being able to admit that, like, hey, you know, like there's more. Yeah. You know, I think that's really hard to do, bro. And, and that's what I'm telling you, you know, not not everybody's the same way. But, you know, that one comment really stood out to me. And now I started pe- seeing people like that, like, you know, with degrees, at least for the most part, you know, they're just so limited, man. They're so, you know, conformative with what they have. And and, and they're just like, no, this is it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I like that, you know, you were able to break out of that, bro. I think that's huge, you know. So uh, congrats to you on that, man.
1: Yeah, thank you. Now, I want to talk a little bit about your culture because, you know, I've been to your office, you know, I gave a presentation, and and one of the things I stood out because I, you know, started going to different offices, and, and for yours, it's like, dude, there was this huge, like, just environment, like, I just felt welcome, like, everybody there was so friendly, everybody was laughing, like, just telling jokes on like kind of like it almost felt like i was kind of at a house party except there was no alcohol <laughs> <laughs> only on fridays yeah <laughs> i'm playing man. yeah so how did how did you build that like you know how did you like how did you know i wanted this to be like you know fun and stuff you know it kind of just happened bro you know in, in a sense where you know i guess we just started attracting like-minded people
0: Um, you know, not everybody that comes to our office, you know, stays, you know, we did have a few, you know, two or three agents that have left, but there are there people that I can say that we're not like-minded and, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to say that the people that have stuck around for that long are people that, you know, they, they think very similar to us, you know, where we're all similar in a sense, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think the reason why they get along so well is because of that, you know, and at the same time, you know, I'm very big on teamwork. I'm very big on, I'm a very team-based person because I, I know, you know, what effect comes out of it you know how how big and how how effective it is um and i feel like you know everybody there realizes that you know so we all work together very very well um and i think that's what really did it for us man that's why everybody does and and apart from that you know like i told you earlier too man it's like i like to work dude i'm 100 percent, you know I, I love to work and i feel like I, i'm a big believer in hard work but i don't think you should be miserable doing it i think you can have fun man i think right. that's a big thing you know so i i teach my guys where it's like hey we work hard you know we play hard right right um, so as long as they're doing what they got to do, man, I'm, I'm, you know, I let them bring their kids, man. I, I, I think, yeah, know, I saw I, that. Yeah. Dude, you know, I have like six, seven kids there, but you know, I love it, man. I just, I think that it's great that they're comfortable enough
1: to be able to even do that in the first place makes me feel like I'm doing something right, you know? So for sure, that's what it was for me. Nice. So for you it just kind of happened naturally just cause you know, I could even tell just from your personality, just someone cool to hang out with and stuff. But like for, for me, it was actually really challenging cause you know, in my role as an accountant, like everything is numbers computers it's like very very dry yeah so i had to learn to build a culture and i had to learn like I, it wasn't natural for me that was a very difficult thing for me to learn now i have like a pretty good environment like we have game nights once a month and we'll like celebrate we had we were playing poker the other day nice. and, and we just have fun now but you know that was a big breakthrough for me and like for you i'm like dude it just seems so natural like yeah. i was just like dude it's like it just seemed like a great environment to be in um Thank so you. So for you, Anthony, like, what are you, what are you looking forward to now? I mean, you, you've built something pretty successful, but I mean, you're still young uh, and you got a long ways to go. So like, what do you, what are your kind of your next goals in the next couple of years? You know, it, it's funny, man, but you know, when I first
0: started this thing, I, I didn't really expect it to take off as big as it did. You know, I'm not saying we're huge or anything like that, but um, right now I have gotten to a point where, again, I don't feel like you should ever be satisfied I don't feel like you should ever be like, Hey, you know, and again, it might sound selfish. I know it probably does, but what I mean by that is don't, don't be conformative with what you have, you know, because anything can happen, bro. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. Life hit, you know, crash in 2008, boom, humbles you up really quick. So I feel like, you know, I don't want to stop. I feel like for me, this is barely the beginning. And my goal is, you know, um, we're actually heading out to Fresno right after this, um, nice. you know, in, in hopes of, you know, possibly expansion. Nice. Um. So I am looking to, you know eventually sounds like crazy but i feel like you got to speak it to existence i I do want my
1: company to be a national brokerage man nice that's awesome that's exciting i think that you know it's one step at a time right going to fresno branching out and eventually it will be a national company right but it's it's baby steps it starts with those baby steps man for sure Meeting the right people right connections
0: um you know so we'll see what happens but that's definitely what's in mind and store, you know, and again, private equity. Um, This is the first time I'm even talking about it, bro, to be honest with oh, you guys. Nice. And not, not, not everybody knows about it. Yeah. Um, I have mentioned it to my agents, but, you know, I feel like that's going to help them, you know, stick with the long-term plan, man. I think that's huge, you know. If you can teach your people to stick, stick to that long-term goal, right? you guys are unstoppable. You for know? sure. So that's what it is for me, man, is that private equity expansion, and, you
1: know, we'll see what happens from there, right? That's exciting. Now, one of the things that I think we have in common, Anthony, is that, like, we're always trying to get to that next level, right? We know, like you know, you you you're capped at level two. How do I get to level three? I'm for the sure. same way, and and but one of the things that I get crap for, is, and I think it's because you know I'm married, I have two daughters. Like, it's like, hey, dude, stop working and spend time with the kids, you know, and or like, hey, it's time for you to focus on. it. But you've, you you kind of like bring the kids to work, you know. So like, how do you balance, you know, work and then like your personal life? So so obviously, man,
0: you know. I don't bring my kids to work every day, mm-hmm. right? But I do take them very often. You know, I'll take them with me Saturdays, Sundays. Um, but I'm a big, you know, I'm young, but I'm I'm a family man, bro. I have three kids, you mm-hmm. know, and I, I I like to spend time with my family. So the way that I balance it, man, is, you know, I, I depends on what I have going on. I'll, I'll take a weekend off. I'll do a vacation, you know, every big now now and then, you know, to to spend time with my family, bro. But at the end of the day, you know, this is the reason why we're able to do this in the first place. So I feel like. Right. It has to be respected, man. I feel like the woman that you're with has to know that. And that's why they say that the woman that you're with has to be stronger sometimes, you right. know, and, and they do, bro, because they have to know what kind of man you are and what position you're on and, and, and you know, what you got to do to be able to, you know, do the things that the lifestyle that you never had for you and your kids, you know? So I feel like once that's respected, the balance just kind of happens on its own. Um, and, and again, man, I mean, you know, I, I try to involve my family as much as I can. A lot of my family, you know, is involved, yeah. You know? They they were. I have my my cousin. You know, does our marketing pieces. There you we know? go. You know, so I, I try to involve them, you. But as far as my kids and my wife goes, you know, I just that's that's the way that I would do it, bro. Just like that.
1: That's cool. I think what you said is key is that you you spend time to go on vacation, right? You will make that 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 you'll take a weekend off to just give them that quality time and and yeah. and just focus on them. Yeah,
0: e- even a week, bro. I mean, just the fact. I mean, and I always I always think about this too. Just the fact that I can take a week, two week vacation. It is great because I would have never been able to do that working in the fields. Right. I can be with you every day. And I and I've been in a position like that, bro, where I watched my kids growing up, you know, grow up because uh, you know, I was with them every single day. I there was a time where I didn't have a job, you know, for two, three months, and I was there every day of their life and it was depressing, bro, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. I love my kids, mm-hmm. but seeing them not not even being able being able to afford to take them to a gas station to get a bag of chips sucks ass so to me it's like i'd rather work my ass off to make sure they have what they need to make sure that i can take a two-week vacation versus me being there every single day of my life with them and knowing that i'm broken i can't afford shit to be honest with you that's what it is for me so that's where that balance comes into play
1: 100 percent. you know it's what what you're going to do with your you know for your kids right that legacy that you're going to leave them you're right so i think that at the end of the day it's like your kids are going to appreciate that for sure So tell me, I mean, you mentioned a two-week vacation because I love traveling. I love going on vacation, but, like, an entrepreneur, dude, they never stop working.
0: Yeah, never, bro. So, like,
1: you could be on vacation. Like, for me, I'm like, light bulb, light bulb, light bulb. And my wife's like, dude, be in the presence. And I'm like, the present. I'm like, damn it. And I snap back. So, like, do you, when you take that vacation, like, do you struggle with that as well or is it just me? I do, bro. I'm not going to lie. I take my laptop. I take my phone.
0: I still work. You know what I do? But, I, I mean, what I try to do is basically just, you know, I, and I will let her know, hey, you know, I'm going to take, you know, two hours just to do what I have to do real quick. And the next the rest of the days for us.
1: Mm.
0: You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I'm able to balance it even then. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, man, whenever you have those those moments and it just clicks, it's like I go and I write it down on my notes so I don't forget it. And it comes back to me later on. You know right. I mean? If it's something that can hold off. Um, but yeah, that's the way. But as far as like respect when it comes to, you know, being with that person, you know, I won't pick up a phone call that, mm-hmm. that I won't do you know I'll, hey text me later you know mm. with family right now but that's the way that i would handle it personally you know what i mean so i feel like when there is like that time you know it, it would be a little rude to be like on the phone all the time and you right. know i think there there has to be a boundary and you know a certain level of respect for that but when it comes to that man i i, I take two hours and you know anything that does click because you and i both know we're constantly thinking about things and yeah you know if it's something that i'm like shit you know i can use this i'll
1: go and i write it down and i'll come back to it later you know but that's the way that i handled it nice so you, i mean you're basically like shifting your, your mindset it's like all right boom if i have an idea hey i'm just give me two hours lock this in boom and now now yeah. it's all you again
0: yeah 100 percent, man that's, that's awesome what it is and a woman that understands is going to understand exactly what it is and what needs to be done man right
1: so, uh, you know i don't think it should be questioned so for sure you know? and if you have i mean how do you get the woman on board to like have because you mentioned she has to be like stronger almost so like how do you get her to have that same vision as you you know, I think it starts from the beginning. You know, it just depends on 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 the woman that
0: you have. And I hate to say not a lot of people are going to agree with me on this one. But, you know, if it's a constant conflict with that other person, man, and you're always constantly fighting, it's like, dude, I'm not clubbing. Mm-hmm. I'm not partying, man. I'm working. I'm trying to make a better life and a better future for me and my kids. And if you don't support that, I mean, I hate to say it, dude. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you've read some books and, you know, you probably, you know, heard videos Sometimes you just got to cut people off and you don't know who that person, it can be your mom, you know? Right. (laughs) I mean, I hate to say that, bro, it sounds rude, but, you know, it's just, it it is the way it is. You know, it's that negativity, right? Right. Um, But, you know, as far as getting them on the same page, I think there's that one serious talk that you got to have with them. And, hey, you know what? This is what I'm about. This is what I need. This is what I need from you as a woman. Can you do this? Mm. And I feel like once that's established from the beginning, it's just all so good from there
1: yeah for sure i think that serious talk is important and, and and if they're not you know in alignment like you said it's sometimes it's like you know i've already had that serious talk with you maybe multiple times and for if sure. we're not in alignment you know it's not going to work out it's
0: not exactly man and, and and that's where you gotta you know i hate to say it but you know the level up right do you want to level up or do you want to just stay stuck doing mm-hmm. what you're doing to make this other person happy you know that's the the choice is always going to be up to you right right um you know but as selfish as, as it may sound man i mean i feel like you know, you, you got to put yourself first, <laughs> right? You know? You yeah, too, man.
1: No, it, 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 at the end of the day, it's true. Being, and I think when you think about your legacy, right? Like the reason why you're doing it, it's like, at the end of the day, it's, it's not even selfish. Cause it's like, I'm yes, I'm working my, my ass off, but it's like, dude, I'm doing this for you. Correct. I'm doing this so for you us. can have Yeah, exactly. For us. Yeah. yeah. for to, kids To have a better lifestyle, to be able to afford a two week vacation, to be able to not go back to not being able to afford gas. Yeah. It's like, you have to remember like why I'm doing this. Yeah. And, 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 it, and it's like, would you rather me work my ass off or, you know, not be able to, you know, put gas in your car.
0: Correct. And I feel like that's what it really comes down to, man. And again, I'll go back to that that, that scenario. It's like, hey, do you want me to be here every day? Because I can, but we're going to be broke as shit. Right. Or do you want me to do what I have to do in order for us to succeed, you know, to have a good life, man, to be able to go take those two-week vacations, to go shopping on Rodeo Drive, you know? Right. <laughs> you know, so it's just it really comes down to, you know, that strong partner, man. Uh, the woman has to be, if not as strong, stronger than the man, bro, because, you know, it's definitely one of those things where... They're, they're, they're the backbone for sure. For
1: sure. Yeah. hundred percent. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, so I mean, Anthony, you got a lot going on. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I do hundred percent agree that you're going to be a national company. I mean, just from what I've Appreciate seen and then, and then you're still like so young, like if I would have known what I know now, like then started at your age, like at 18, I'm like, dude, I would have like <laughs> 10, I would have been 10 times bigger than I am now. Yeah. And so you have like time at your advantage, which yeah. is awesome. Um, so you know, you mentioned, you know, baby step one step at a time. You're going to start looking at Fresno. That might be a possibility, um, you know, offering equity. Like you mentioned Patrick Bed David as mentors. So, like, who who's kind of like who you look up to? Like who, you know, you know because I, I look, there's people like, oh, that I'm always looking up to to get to that next level. So, like, yeah. where do you get your inspiration? Uh, that guy. I'm okay. going to be honest with you. I, I, I'm i not a big fan. A lot of people are going to hate
0: me for this. I'm not a big fan of the people that work there but i i i love what this guy's about um i like the and and again i watched this guy since before i got licensed you Mm. know this guy was dropping youtube videos left and right and it was one of those things where it was all you know consuming consuming but no action Mm. until i started utilizing i'm like shit you know this guy is awesome so he's definitely one of the you know mentors to Mm. be honest with you You know, I've read every book this guy has had out. I've watched every video he's had out, you know, and I feel like that is definitely one of the... I would like to be at that level with my company. Actually, the inspiration of the equity in my company came from him. Right. I love that model, man. Yeah. I feel like that's why the his people work as hard as they do because they're entrepreneurs. Right. You know, and, and they write for that company. And I want that for my company. You know what I mean? I want people to be like, hey, this is my company. I own this too. Right. You know, so that's 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 definitely where a lot of the mentorship has come from, to be honest, with the inspiration to answer your yeah. question. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Patrick David to me is um, you know, I've had the opportunity to speak to some of his like um, his sales reps and uh-huh. stuff. And I mean, they have this because they're hanging out all the time, they have similar mindset. Yeah. And it's like dude he's he's just such such a smart guy like as far as everything in business from you know equity ownership how to like incentivize your team members mm-hmm. how to um, create commission structures i mean you think about his php agency i mean i watched like his 30 minute youtube video on like how he organizes his commission structure for all his php agents yeah. so i'm like Dude, how do you even create something like that? Exactly, like, <laughs> man. It's insane, bro. It's a it's whole insane. other level. It's insane. Yeah, and I think having that, that you know, that someone to look up to is super important because, you know, without that, it's like, you know, who you know. what else are you shooting for, right? Yeah, well,
0: what level do I want to get to? You know what right. I mean? And, and I feel like it's great that he's done it in the insurance industry. I want to do it in the real estate industry. Nice. That's that's my goal, man. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and I think that you can definitely do it. I mean, you're you're young, and if you you know you find the right people and you consume, I mean, connections. Yeah, connections. It's gonna happen for sure. Awesome. Awesome, Anthony. And now you're just starting a podcast too. Have you, have you named your podcast or just starting up right now? I I
0: did. I actually, I just named it. We just came up with the name. I think it was about two weeks ago. It just had the logo organized. It's going to be called the elite level.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice.
0: Part of the company, but it's, it's, you know, very similar entrepreneur based, you know, bringing, you know, entrepreneurs and, you know, successes and things like that. But it is, that's what the name is going to be. The elite level
1: nice 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 nice. so i mean if you um if you want to hit up anthony he's gonna be you can find him on ig under elite underscore realtors underscore on facebook he's also under elite realtors Um, and then he's gonna start his um his new podcast as well so you can listen to him on there but anthony any final words that you want to give my audience before we wrap up
0: nah just um to be honest with you doesn't matter how young you are i feel like the biggest thing that has ever helped me and if there's anything i can ever tell anybody is don't take time for granted. Time is not is it, it. It can be your enemy or it can be your friend, depending on. I have a big tattoo, man, of, mm-hmm. a, of a clock for a reason. Oh, you know? really? I do, man, and and I'm a big believer in time. And I felt like people have always said, "Dude, why do you work so hard at a young age?" Because I want time to be my friend, man. I mm-hmm. want to be able to work my ass off my you know early twenties and retire in my thirties if I want to, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, that's treat time with respect.
1: One hundred percent. That's one thing that you'll never get back is time
0: you can get money back but you'll never get time back for right. sure
1: yep and that's the one resource that i think most people undervalue mm-hmm. so I, I i mean you just that's a bomb right there because if you if you if you get time on your favor on your side it's like dude the sky's the limit for sure that's for awesome sure. well thanks for being on the show Anthony. i think i look forward to being on yours hopefully as we well. Will. well we'll do
0: it pretty soon man thank you for having me on here for sure